All right, welcome into the special playoff edition of WARP in Cincinnati. I'm Paul Andrew Jr. Happy to welcome back C. Trent Rosecrans. We're of The Athletic. What's going on, Trent? Oh, another day in paradise. I am back. That's you are nice. back. Missed you, buddy. But uh, a, uh, a little, a, a little bit, a little bit happened while. Yeah. <laughs> well, can I can I just thank you and Mo and Jay and uh, and Justin and the whole and Dave and the whole crew. Um, as you guys, I don't know what you guys said last week, but I was out. Um, some personal stuff. I was down with uh, my family. My father um, was diagnosed with uh, stage four lung cancer. So uh, that kind of jumped out at us, um, not uh, expecting that news last week. Um, so yeah, so I was dealing with that, and I do appreciate um, all the, the, the you know, you guys taking a step in and, and helping out. And um, yeah, of course, it was, a, it was a weird week. Um, but hey, if you're a Reds fan, it was a pretty good week. And it's funny, my, my dad is sitting there, he actually did get. Um, uh, discharged from the hospital, he's out of the ICU and everything, and and uh, it's just like, you know, I'm really happy for Tucker Barnhart. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, fair, you know, okay, me too, good dude, yeah. yeah. Um, well, first of all, thoughts and prayers to you and your whole family, and and you know, and, and everything you're going through from from a, from a, from a, a Reds week, man. I mean, you can't. Draw it up. I, I sort of wrote this after they clinched on, which Friday night Zoom was great, and we'll, we won't spend too much time focusing on the past with the playoffs right ahead of us. But I, I do want to, we do need to recap how you got here because I it has a massive implication on the expectations for the Reds going into this. At, at, you know, as Joey Votto, as he's one to do, uh, <laughs> it tends to put it just right. And he sat down at the Zoom on Friday night as all the chaos had been happening, and you know every player they wheeled out in, in after the clinch was better than the last on these Zooms. But Joey Votto kind of sits down, he claps his hand, and kind of gives a smile, and he's just happy. And somebody asked him about you know the last playoff teams because he's the only one remaining from those. And yeah, do we about, want to play that? I guess yeah, let's be play better. it. It's great. And uh, I don't know, should we bleep or not bleep? To bleep or not to bleep? To that not to bleep. Question. Not to bleep. It's the internet. And before I bring you Vado, we will be in Effing Nightmare all week for you if you want to listen, because we're going to be here on WARP with some post-game pods after every single game. So make sure you keep checking back to the site right after each one. Okay, enough of that. Joey Votto. We're good and we're better. I like this team much more than I like those teams, and I, I really like those teams. Um but I think I think we're a fucking nightmare, and uh, I think everybody knows that. I can't wait. Joe Joey just knows how to say it right sometimes, and I, and I gotta tell you, the moment I heard it, I, I I actually had I had to go back and refreeze the face on all the reporters. <laughs> I had because I had the full I had the full thing up on the Zoom. I went back into the into the Reds archive and I went back to that moment and just watched the face on every reporter when it happened and watching him write their story for them. Uh, yeah. and the, that smile you get when someone gives you the money quote, it was kind of cool. And the one thing about Zoom is you can actually watch that, rewatch that in real time. Uh, everyone react to the best quote you've heard all you know in weeks coming over uh, the airways. 
Yeah, and and the great thing is then you know Joey knows it too. He's like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna help everybody out here. Yeah. Uh, I I would love that. That's kind of like the um in the uh, the the episode of The Simpsons. Oh shoot, what's it called? Um, I love Lisa is the episode name. And where they do the thing with with Ralph Wiggum's heartbreaking, and you see, and uh, Bart has the the VCR, and he's like, and pause. That's the moment <laughs> where you can see his heartbreak, but like it's the opposite feeling. It's like that's the point where you see everybody going. There you go. That's you go. that's the headline. That's yeah. uh, that's it. We're um, and and like special like uh, like a special feeling for for Paul Daner Jr. at the athletic. Cause he's like, I can use the real quote, no parentheses, nothing like that. I get to use, I get to treat people like adults and yeah. let them know that, uh, what was really said. Yeah. Well, the only question was, can we use it in a headline at one in the morning? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we, we pulled it out of the headline, but left it in the story. Uh, but it, it you know, because the, the, and the rules on that are yet yeah, you use it. If it, if it, makes a point if it's important and i gotta say that was a well-placed f because i think it, it it hammered home the point of that's the way that they really feel they are a yeah. effing nightmare right now the way they're playing the way everything has come together um and it's not just that they're playing well it's everything that they went through created this toughness and grit and sense of there is no adversity we're not really afraid of. The you always believe in yourself no matter what, which is critical in the playoffs. Teams that don't have it, you see good teams lose because they don't have that all the time. They've been playing big games that have felt like playoff games for weeks now, and they're mm-hmm. going to enter with that mode. All of that makes them an effing nightmare. And they know and and he's right, everybody knows it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who would want to I mean, like, I, I think there's there's several teams who are like, oh, whew, dodged a bullet there. Um, <laughs> you know, you just look at it. Even even the Cubs, who've played this team a bit, know what they have and know that they can roll. And they, you know, they were probably the ones – that was probably the one who I think the Reds didn't want to play. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of – of those – of the four top seeds – the Braves are the team I think I would want to play the most. What about you? Uh, so Mo and Mo made a good point about this last week, and it's been on my mind since he made it. And that was, if you knew at some point you would have to go through the Dodgers, wouldn't you want to do it in a three-game series where there's a little more luck involved? If you feel if if it's about reaching yeah. the World Series, something where you want to see the Dodgers in a short series where it's just you and your starters can can carry you. And if Trevor Bauer goes out and wins you game one, the amount of pressure that would be on that Dodgers team that has not made it to where they want to you know, not reach the mountaintop yet would be astronomical. Um he made that point that you'd want to see them in a three-game series. So outside of that, though, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, no. Good call by Mo. Yeah. I, but here's the thing about the Braves. I, I don't know. They're the makeup of their team, and if you want to know a little bit about where the Braves are, who the Braves are, Dave O'Brien and our Atlanta colleague has an the absolute opus rounding up the Braves, what they've done, who they are at this point. Um, just go over to the site now, uh, over to the Atlanta site. Dave O'Brien has that that story up that he wrote yesterday. But it, the point being, they can rake. I mean, that's that's what mm-hmm. that's where you start. They can rake. They have Freddie Freeman, uh, Ozuna's. I mean, they've got a ton of guys that can absolutely rake. Their starting pitching is 
is probably the question with them. They have a bullpen that they're basically relying on at this point, that they're just bullpen is deep. And, you know, in the playoffs, I think they feel like they can roll that way. Mm-hmm. That said, mm-hmm. would you rather face a team that they're, you know, you're going to go strength on strength, or would you mm-hmm. rather face a team that maybe is a little more similar to you? I think if you're the Reds, you'd probably rather just go strength on strength. Yeah. I, I think you just kind of feel like, hey, I, I mean, right now the Reds feel like, hey, we're an effing nightmare. You yeah. know, I don't care who we play. They don't want to play us. And, and and justified by what they went through, you know, the White Sox and the Twins and the Cardinals. I mean, those are the and, – and even the Brewers. I mean, those are all – they've won five series in a row. And we're talking about this first round is a series. It's a three-game series. Yeah. They've won five of these in a row, four of those against playoff teams. Yeah. I mean, that's it, it's um it, it's a role and and they're they're able to, you know, run out on full rest. They're they're three starters who are pitching, you know, it's not just that they've had good years. It's that they're pitching well. They're pitching lights out right now. I mean, Trevor Bauer is has somehow taken it to another level, and his what yeah. will certainly be a, a Cy Young award for him. Ooh, I wouldn't um, go that far. No, we're not going there. I'm, I I think he is deserving of a Cy Young. Um, I'm not. I think there are several guys who are deserving. Um, so I'm not going to give it to him yet. I think he's probably the front runner. Um, with the season in t- in um. Completed. Uh, it, ballots are due tomorrow by the first pitch, so by noon. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I think he's got a good chance. But I also think there's a possibility that he's he's just he doesn't just because it is pretty close. Um, so he yeah. will tell you it's not close. <laughs> and, and you know that's one of the things that is, you know, what makes him who he is. Um. I think he is the favorite, but I I wouldn't say it's in the bag. Yeah, I mean, but he's been great and and he, you know, in in what felt like the biggest game, certainly the biggest game at Great American Ballpark in years years and mm-hmm. the biggest game of this season last Wednesday against the Brewers who remarkably both all you know, four central teams get in ended up getting in, but still it felt at that point like it the, it could be a loser out. He was incredible. I mean, he was just relentless. He was great. Yep. He was lights out, and he's been that in every spot. And and he looked like a guy that absolutely loves the big stage, loves the oh, big yeah. moment, relishes the opportunity to take the ball. And 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 yell at you if you try to take it from him, and, and for good reason. And I think that he's you're right. I mean, he's made for the postseason game one, and and going out there and and trying to stick it to a great lineup. I mean, you don't. There's nobody you would want. And they just. It's been so long, you know. Back to Johnny Cueto, and I and I you know and I don't know. We never. I don't know how much we saw Cueto show that in the postseason. I mean, he obviously had his has had lots of moments then and since. Um, but you know, who can, who has that attitude, um, oh, yeah. to him. Um, and that's big. That's going to, that's going to be a big deal. Just cause it, like we said with the Dodgers thing, the same thing goes for the Braves. 
You know, the pressure that happens if Trevor Bauer sticks it to you in game one, which is not some out of the realm of possibilities thing considering who he's been, the pressure that mounts in a three-game series uh, when they're facing Luis Castillo is is huge. Yeah. No, uh, it's it's pretty uh it's pretty impressive it's it's that's what you want you know they're that's why they're a nightmare castillo in his last five starts 2.20 and that's after giving up four on uh saturday um era i mean he's he's been he's been fantastic refinding this slider right i mean it seems like that's yeah. kind of been the big deal yeah and and you just that's a guy you never want to face it's even if he's not locating even if he's not at his best, you just don't want to see him. You mm. don't want to see him as as a um, as a pitcher or as a hitter. So I mean, it's yeah. And, and then and then you go Sonny Gray, yeah, who is since his two uh, since his two starts coming back. You know, he said he feels really good and he's looked pretty good. Um, yeah, he looked two, really good yesterday. Against, good yesterday, you know, yeah. a good offense. They haven't had the full season like they did a year ago, but the Twins. I mean, they're still the Bomba squad. Uh, they still have hitters up and down that lineup. So, yeah. I mean, again, th- they this team has a confidence, and it's an earned confidence, um, which is crazy considering, I guess, the last time you and I talked on this <laughs> was a little bit different. That was that was when it was we at some point you got to beat the pirates was the last conversation we had like that was where they were at they were just trying to sweep the pirates like that that, that they were 6 games behind 500 basically or, or they had just beaten the cardinals on that sunday and but these 2 weeks have changed everything these 2 weeks have changed everything for them because of the way that they've played they're they're 11 and 3 and um beating good teams and and in you know the pitching the hitting has come around the bullpen, you know, Mike Lorenzen uh, has made a lot of people look bad, um, and that's people that have said bad things about him and, and, and those that have been at the plate, Rysel Iglesias, you know, these guys that were very much maligned and a big part of the struggles early have been a huge part of the turnaround late. You know, they just seem to have found, in every aspect of the game, they sort of found what they spent 40-plus games searching for. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy. All right, let's take a quick break here to uh, hear from one of our sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What do you make of, uh, what do you make of the Braves um, as a team um, in, the, in the postseason um, and, and, and through this lens? Um, you have two franchises that haven't exactly been dynamos in the postseason. <laughs> uh, the Reds, who have not advanced in the postseason since 1995, and the Braves, who have not advanced in the postseason since 2001, despite regular appearances. Yeah. What do you make about that matchup? It is interesting. Um, you know, I had a text from uh, someone in Atlanta last night, and uh, just like, well, Reds won. 
And <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about two fan bases that are just completely, um, I don't know. Uh, it's like two Eeyore fan bases. <laughs> it's like, who's going to out Eeyore themselves? Yeah. Um, and it's almost, what's interesting is almost expectations, you know, like what constitutes a win? Um, Atlanta fans have been on the precipice of championships, um, recently, um, aside from, uh, aside from, uh, the soccer team, um, Atlanta United, uh, have been on the precipice and fallen short. I mean, we could, we could go, you know. Uh, UGA was just about to win the national championship and they blow it. Uh, the Falcons. 28 to 3. Of, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Falcons the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last year, the wild card game, the 10 spot by the Cardinals in the first inning. Um, you know, just so many things. I, it's funny you, because, and then like the Reds in Cincinnati, um, the, the Bengals aren't helping. Um, and you have the whole thing about advancing. And like I said to the person yesterday, I just said, well, the red, the Braves have won a world series since the Cincinnati pro team has advanced in the playoffs. <laughs> That's correct. That's because it was 95. It was. It, it, it's, I, I find, you know, and I saw, you know, in, in Dave O'Brien's piece, he, he sort of referenced, you know, um, them t- the the Braves talking about that and how they don't really you know the history they view is the recent history and that's you know they worry about you know the way things have gone the last couple of years and at a certain point like nobody on this Reds team or on this Braves team cares about what happened in 2004 or whatever year you want you're looking back on I mean it's it's about what's happened in recent years and this team doesn't have any hit they don't know any better except that they have a confidence about them which is kind of another another element to the way that they are playing and the way that they feel going in they don't you know they don't feel the any of that weight of the lack of postseason success or inexperience, all they know is we keep playing big games and winning them. And whereas maybe this Braves team has does have a memory, does have a little bit of a reflex to it that can go back to the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only person who has played in a playoff game for the Reds on this squad is Joey Votto. Other guys, I mean, Mike Moustakis has won several uh, playoff series. Uh, Trevor Bauer has, um, Kyle Farmer has, you know, you can go through and there are guys who have, who've won in the world series or in the playoffs. The the only one who really hasn't is, is Fado. And, um, you know, I I don't put that on him at all. Uh, it's just, that's where it is. So that's really interesting to me. Um, what do you, is there any advantage, you know, I, (laughs) It's weird because we've seen teams manage um, games like playoff games because of the short season a little bit more maybe. I don't know if you'd agree with that or disagree with that. I mean, maybe I think we've seen much more bullpen prevalence, you know, maybe shorter leashes. We've seen more uh, different types of players and matchups. But the Braves seem built to do that. That's what they want to do. I mean, they have so many good relievers. Um, that they're willing to re- roll in and they just got, they have Max Fried and, and Ian Anderson. Uh, but you know, they're young, they've kind of had to scrap their whole starting rotation um, a little bit. 
um, but they're just happy to go in with this bullpen. I mean, is yeah. that does, is that an even playing field? I mean, is there is there a difference in 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 that, or is it is it about the same? You know, when you've got you know the ability to mix and match in this in this type of you know elimination setup. Yeah, the one thing that that comes into that is the no off days. So if you go to a third game, what is what does that bullpen look like on the third day? Yeah. Um. So that is something that this playoff is a little bit different. Um. You know, it just it, it's almost going to depend on what the I mean the 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 thing that's going to matter is what the Reds' offense does. What do they do? And that's that's going to be the question to me. I think both pitching staffs have ways to um, to counteract the others. Um, as you said, like bullpen for the Braves, starting pitching for the Reds, and and really the bullpen for the Reds has been pretty good. Yep. So you know it's going to be what the offenses do, and um, the the Braves certainly have a better offense. Um, especially this year, you know, Mike Moustakis, I mean, not Mike, sorry, Freddie Freeman, um, has been phenomenal. Maybe the MVP, um, yep. I am an MVP voter and I have not put that together yet, but you know, I have to look at three Braves and, um, at least in, um, Freeman, Acuna and, uh, Marcelo Zuna. And, mm-hmm. uh, there's also, um, you know, uh, uh, who else? Oh, Adam Duvall. Remember Adam Duvall? Yeah. Uh, who's how about having they, had a great season. They have, if you look at, you know, guys that have played significant amounts, they have one, two, three, four with an OPS plus over 138s and all the way up to Freddie Freeman at 186, Ozuna at 175. I mean, massive numbers. Throw in a couple more. Dansby Swanson, 110. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duvall at 113. I mean, the, <laughs> they've got – they have guys that are just killing the ball everywhere. Um, almost hardly anybody is 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 below average. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, yeah. it's just it, – that's – it's a tough it's just a tough lineup to go through and that's who they're going to be that said you know they i wouldn't say that they have you know struggled on their way into the playoffs at all but you know they're certainly not as hot as the reds um you know they've they've kind of kept going along at about the same pace all year whereas the reds are sort of on this on this hot streak um so we'll see you know outside I, to me, it's 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 coin flip time. Yeah. You know, I think who's who, do you have an X factor player? Like who, who you if you were going to look back, if the Reds win, who's their uh, who's their wild card series MVP? That's a great question. Um, I mean, I almost think the starters cancel themselves out, cancel each other out, unless you just have someone go out game three, throw a, throw a shutout or something. Um, but I wouldn't even expect that because you'd probably go to your pen. Um, hmm. Moustakis. I would think it, it, to me, it has to be a hitter. I mean, to me, it's gotta be, they need some, they need somebody. The one thing that they'll need to, to match up and they've had a lot of this for during this run but they they are gonna need somebody to really to 
to to run into some bombs. Like that's who yeah. they I, they've kind of embraced that a little bit. Like, yeah. look, look, let's let's stop let's stop trying to be something we're not. Let's just try to have great starting pitching and hit homers. Like, let's, yeah, <laughs> and it seems to work. Yeah, you know, strike guys out and hit dingers. That's this team. It is. I think that's, and that's why you go, I mean, you're right. You go to Mustakis, you know, we know what Nick Castellanos can do when he catches a heater. Uh, and we've it's, seen it's that. so interesting. I kind of wrote about that yesterday, just how like you've had all these streaks and nobody really at the same time. There hasn't been too much overlap in these hot streaks, which has been super interesting to me, you know? And yeah. And, and, and you know, and, Vado's kind of gone to the Vado still bangs mentality, um, uh-huh. and he's he's been hit. I mean, they've just they've all kind of just embraced that, and I think it's going to be a matter of of making that of, of of being able to hit a few out. I mean, I think yeah. And if somebody can catch that hot streak, I think that's your that that's the X factor to me. I I I don't see a scenario, and maybe you disagree with me. I just don't see a scenario where the starting pitching that's been so good. And even I'd argue the bullpen that has been so good of late just comes out of nowhere and, and lays an egg in one or two games. I don't see that. The one thing you I, can I can't, s- just because you can always see it. Yeah. I, I just I'm never surprised. Um, um it it's it's possible. I mean we've yeah. we've seen a couple stinkers. Um you know, Sonny had a stinker and who had been so consistent over his time, and, and maybe that was injury. Um, it seemed to be, uh, and you know, Castillo can look so great and then just give up stuff. Um, and then Bauer, you know, last year wasn't what he is now. I mean, that is also injury. So, uh, I'm never going to be surprised by that, yeah. but I don't, I mean, you're going to get, I would be surprised if you didn't get representative performances out two out of the three. Yeah, maybe that's kind of what you're saying, and I'm kind of uh, hedging it a little bit. No, yeah, and I I would agree. I don't I don't see something that uh you know starting pitching falling apart being the reason that they lose. I, I think yeah. the reason they lose will be because just nobody runs into one or two mm-hmm. when they need it, and and to me that's the to me the most likely scenario. So if we're talking about what you need, what you most would want to see. You you, you want to see just somebody get hot, some, score some runs early. It doesn't need to be a ten spot in the first inning, uh, but, but just something nice. to get that conf- something to get that offensive confidence going immediately early in game one type thing. You know, Eric Davis World Series tone setter type stuff um, that can really just kind of get that continue to get the offense rolling because that's the one area where you know you can see streaks go one way or the other more so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think you're, you're, you're right on and, and we've seen so many different guys capable of that this year. I mean, remember at the beginning of the season, like it was a surprise when Castellanos didn't hit it out or just didn't <laughs> just like crush it. And then there was that, that, that bit where Jesse Winker looked like the best hitter on the planet. Um, yeah. you know, Joey Votto certainly had his times and he did this year for a little while. Um, Mike Moustakis has done that. Um, you know, it's funny about Shogo Akiyama. He's the one guy who hasn't hit a home run, but over the last month, he's been so good. He's been really good. He's been exactly what they wanted. You know, and and and, and with, with Akiyama, they've said, hey, don't worry about hitting home runs. We, everybody else is going to hit a home run. Be yeah. the guy on first base or second base. 
when they have home run. (laughs) Yeah. You know, be the guy who scores on the home runs, not the guy who scores home runs. And, and, you know, since, since the second, um, of, of September, he's been getting on pretty much half the time a 474 on base percentage and and those 22 games. So, uh, and, and he's, you know, he saw his walk rate double, um, he's been getting hits. He does those things where, you know, I think sometimes, uh, players get great American in their head for, for hitters and, and they think, Oh, Hey man, if I just hit it hard, it's going out. I'm going to, I'm going to hit it hard and, and let it go out and I'm, I'm going to hit some bombs. And Akiyama just doesn't, he, he's content, even though he hit some home runs in, in Japan, he's content with being like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to flick it out here. And you always see it with Akiyama. It looks like he's, when he's going well, it always looks like he's just serving it into left center. Yeah. Just yeah, no, p- poking it out there. And it, then he's on base and then, you know, he can... He doesn't really have to run because he can just trot around the bases when somebody <laughs> hits their dinger. Yeah. We, we haven't mentioned De Eugenio Suarez's name. Um, we should have. That is, a, that is a mistake on our part because, I mean, he's kind of – after that, you know, really rough start, and he hasn't certainly been, you know, living totally up to his form, but after that really rough start, I mean, he has – you know he's been the key to to finding himself and re relighting up this offense again. As he you know he's back to leading the team in in home runs, um, just hitting dingers, dude. Just just just, just hitting dingers. That's, that's it. You know, and, I mean uh, he has he has forty hits and fifteen of them are homers. Yeah, hit it hard. You know, I mean hit dingers, dude. <laughs> it's a good rate. It's a good race. So, bombs. So the Reds go. They found a way to make it in, and they did it in a way that was. I, I the, my the point of my column on Friday was that no one would have like it, no one would have thought a few weeks ago that uh, the Reds were totally on the best case scenario path. <laughs> but really, if you if you were to take Dick Williams and David Bell and sit them down in a room before this team threw their first of well, the second opening day, the real opening day, and said, "Hey, I'm going to put you in the playoffs. Uh, you, you're going to be in. We're not. You'll have to go on the road, but you're going to be in, and you are going to have created the toughness and true belief uh, in this team, and your starting pitching will come together, like." You'll have momentum. They would say, yes, that's the ideal scenario. That's what we want. That's what you need. You need the team to come together and turn it all into that, that like intangible belief that's so important and that toughness that you need on top because they felt like they had the talent. It was just a matter of putting all the intangible stuff together and letting it mesh. If you'd have told them that on opening day, they would have said, best case scenario, 1A, that's what I want. No one would have thought they were on the path to 1A, but the way that it went down ended up being the path to 1A because all that that went wrong kind of created this thing in this team that turned them into an epic nightmare. (laughs) And uh, and that kind of sums it up. It's so weird because, like, I was just thinking about this. It's like before the season, I think I just said, I don't know, do do we have our – did we predict things and predict records and all that? And 
I think I was around 31 wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really do. I think I was 31, 32, maybe around there. And, and I was thought this team would be pretty good. And then there are times where they're just so bad. And then they end up at 31. Um, they finish with that winning record. And I, I believe I said, you, you finish 500. You feel pretty good about your playoff spot, you know, chances. And, and it ended up like that. And for such a weird season with so much unknown, um, the way it all worked out, I think we kind of were, our, our, <laughs> our expectations were met, but they weren't anywhere near met. Yeah. Not in the way I mean, anybody anticipated. It. Yeah. You just didn't see it going this way, even if the end result was what you expected. Yeah. No, it was, it, it was, it was not how you would have predicted, but at the end of the day, here they are, they are in the playoffs and you know, boy, what a, what an important two weeks this was for this organization who bet so much on getting in and making a run this year and creating a moment for their fans and belief with their fans that they're moving the right direction. And if you, if they wouldn't have put this together, there's a lot of really tough conversations that would be happening right now um, mm-hmm. about a lot of people and a lot of directions and a lot of whatever it would be. Um, but instead, you know, this couple of weeks, created a belief that they were ha, were have been doing things the right way and the moves that they made were worth it um or at least they hope that they will play out to be that way in this in the playoffs but at the very least it validated i think a lot of decisions that were made over the last year and a half i mean the the Trevor Bauer trade yep um I, and and i think even maybe the whole I think it's going to, whether it's worth it or not, is almost still to be d- determined. Yeah, um, with 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 him because if you make a run in the playoffs, that's what he was he was made for. Um, that's why that's why you got him. And it'll be weird to say even if you get the the franchise's first Cy Young winner. Um, I I think you still almost long term have to say, did you advance in the playoffs? And where, where did this get you? Uh, because at this point, it's I don't know that it was enough just to get to the playoffs. I think you have to do a little bit more. Yeah, no, there is there is no doubt. But they, you certainly feel, if you're the Reds, that they're in as good a position as anybody um, to make a real run. And at this day, at this time, leading up to, the, to Wednesday at noon um, – that's all you can ask for right now, especially considering where they were. Um, so they will uh, they will uh, head forward into the postseason. Three-game series against the Braves uh, in Cobb County. Is that Cobb County? It is Cobb County. It's still Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's yes. kind of weird that it goes through so many <laughs> counties. But it is cert- It is most definitely Cobb County. Not yes, uh, up in the northern suburbs. Uh, yeah, I mean, like Tyler Stevenson's not too doesn't uh, his parents don't live too far from there. I mean, they live in Cobb County. Um, he grew up in Cobb County. So, so did Taylor Trammell for that mark for that matter. Um, you know, Kyle Farmer said he, he's like, yeah, my house is like five minutes from our hotel. (laughs) Reds already went down there, uh, went down there right after the game on Sunday. I guess they were probably anticipating doing that regardless. Just get there. And maybe I don't, I don't think if they would have played um on the west coast i think they probably would have stayed the night in um minnesota and then gone the next day uh but going 
staying kind of in the central or eastern time zones they were they were going to go um last night just to get it just to get on get out there and and find a way and um kind of get acclimated yeah and uh you know what? Quick kudos to the fact that we're talking about playing postseason games to everybody in MLB. Uh, there was a lot of times we didn't know they would make it here, um, and I think they kind of found a rhythm a little bit with you know not only dealing with outbreaks that happen with teams, but you know preventing them and and you know things like what happened with the Reds, where it not turning into you know they every everybody really that was involved. I think. Kudos to them for getting to this point. It hasn't been perfect. It hasn't been ideal. This postseason won't be perfect. This postseason won't be ideal. Um, but it will be fun, and it will happen, it looks like. <laughs> so that is sort of uh, ha- more than half the battle. So kudos to everybody in MLB that has been able to pull this off uh, because it certainly was off to a rough start and had a lot of people wondering whether we'd make it here. Um, I'll wrap us up. We will. Uh, we'll be back. You know, we'll we'll come back after um, everything goes down with this Brave series and and recap everything that's happened. Reminder: check out all the coverage from us, uh, from everything from the Cincinnati point of view, of course, insider stuff from the Atlanta point of view. I highly recommend if you want to have feel like you have a real view of of who the Reds are playing. Go read that story from Dave O'Brien. It is one dollar per month subscription right now to the Athletic. Can't beat it. Best deal ever. Celebrating our one million subscribers with one dollar per month that gets you everything everybody not just here not just atlanta but over 400 writers across every sport you can imagine in the united states uk you can read all about top of the table everton who have scored nine points in three matches and appear to be destined to win the premier league sorry i just every time i talk about it i get excited can Uh, can we talk about um (laughs) dave nenemitz's uh manchester city too I'd love to. I'd yeah, love to me talk too. About, I'd love to talk about them. Look, I'm just happy for for a minute. Everton is is relevant. Oh no, like should... them losing yesterday is kind of what. Oh I was yeah, going. No, on. absolutely. Man City need to talk about all of their awfulness as much as possible. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, like awfulness in every single way. Yeah, <laughs> it's all you can hope for. It really is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you get all of that one dollar a month. Highly recommend it. Just go to uh, theathletic.com uh, slash WARP, theathletic.com slash WARP. Click on the link there, uh, and you can get your uh, $1 sub. Uh, so highly recommend oh. that. Also, I'll be joining Dave O'Brien tomorrow on uh, – what's Cam, what's the uh, – 755 is real. Yes. I, I might so, just yeah. drop in a yeah. – oh, nice to be here on 762 is real. <laughs> I like that. I like it. Uh, so yeah, so you go head on over to that podcast and listen to Trent and uh, the Atlanta folks talk a little bit about the series there. So we have all of that coming your way. Uh, hopefully you, you enjoy it and sit back. You know what? Enjoy watching postseason baseball, everybody, uh, because you, yeah. you get to watch it and your Reds, if you're listening to this, you're probably a Reds fan. Your Reds are in it. So congratulations. It's much more fun than not watching it. I can tell you that much. Although, I do have to admit, it means more work for me. It does. It does. It does. Joey uh, made – he kind of congratulated all the writers for them – him giving them more work. I don't think he understands how we view this thing. No, no. (laughs) I I mean, I remember having this discussion with Bob Castellini and – when they signed Nick Castellanos and like it blew his mind 
He's like, well, you want to go to the playoffs? I'm like, no, man. Dude, that's more work for me. I don't get paid extra. <laughs> no, I get paid the same whether I have to work extra or not. Right. Like, no. Do you want to do more work for the same pay or less work? Um, but it is fun. I mean, it's been fun to – I did miss this week. Um, and, I, yeah, I, I had other stuff going on, so I didn't see every pitch. I wasn't on every Zoom. I wasn't at the ballpark. Um so it was a little bit different, but it's um, it's cool. It's it's cool. It's it, I think it is more fun when when they're winning, and um, even even for us, even if it means a little bit more work. Yep, there is there is no doubt. I it's so funny we we become so accustomed around here to well, at least in the last you know half decade, whether for for me the Bengals or and then coming over and doing red stuff and just or the covering the reds regularly to just writing about losses and writing about you know just trying to explain away what's wrong and where why there should or shouldn't be hope and blame and crap like that i mean it's just it's just it it, can, it 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 is taxing it was quite refreshing to write off wednesday and friday last week just to be doing it was like very invigorating to do something different um and have this like pure joy and happiness of celebrating an accomplishment um i was very unfamiliar i sort of <laughs> like had to kind of figure out what that looks like again because uh had not seen that in this town in a while no daner gainer daner gamers <laughs> no it, it was it was not i mean it was uh half written before it ended and it, and it ended the way you thought it would so wow um, i know very rare very rare for me new leaf 2020 still bad, but wasn't bad on that night. So <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, all right, we'll wrap it up. Um, we will talk to you once the uh, Brave series wraps. So look forward to that. Um, and everybody enjoy the playoffs. So have a good one. We'll talk to you next time on WARP in Cincinnati. Ooh.